one of the biggest problems for marketers who start is trying to be perfect, trying to be very good. And for example, they started to do welcome series, not series, just welcome email. They have to update with a series, with a 10 emails, or you know, with a lot of conditions inside and focusing on it. I think it's one of the biggest mistakes. Today in Inboxing, Dmitry Kudrenko, CEO and founder at Stripo. All right, welcome back to another episode of Inboxing. Today we have a really interesting guest. The guest is Dmitry Kudrenko. I think I say that right. He's got an interesting company. He's got a long history in email. He's been doing email for a long time. He's got an interesting product also, which most people are more familiar with in the email marketing space. Um, and that's Stripo. We'll talk about Stripo. We'll talk about email marketing. We've got a lot, talk, lot to cover. So without any further ado, uh, please welcome Dmitry Kudrenko. Welcome, Dimitri. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be in a good company of you and your guests. So <laughs> thank you very thank much. Thank you for inviting uh, me. For sure, for sure. It's great to have you on. And uh, without any further ado, let's just jump right into things. So just, uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in email marketing? Uh, it's a great question. You are usually asking all your guests. And you know what I just noticed, and maybe you noticed as well, that Nobody really wanted to be in email from the <laughs> from the student. So it's not like some good place to be from the normally uh, people dream to be a doctor, so I don't know, <laughs> teachers, engineers, travelers, but never uh, email marketers. And usually uh, this way very different and it's always a long story, but I will try to keep it short. So it's I think more than 20 years ago, I thought that my call in this world to do a coding, to be a programmer, and all I do all my entire life, I just did applied mathematics degree and then post-graduation, and together with my partners, we created a company for doing a code for programming. It was outsourced a software development company. And we mostly work it with uh, big enterprise, long-term products in different areas. And we got some experience. And about 10 years ago, we decided that we knew everything about creating products. And we decided to create one. And as usual, first two attempts were fault. And at least we created a marketing automation platform. We decided to do this. We called it Sputnik. And it was a time when I became an entrepreneur. So I was a programmer and I became an entrepreneur and I understood that world is much, much more complicated than just providing a good uh, code. And after our first release, we realized and was very surprised that nobody needs our product. Because of that time, uh, about 10 years ago, People wanted to send spam, just Balkan Plus strategy. And we wanted to do real marketing automation and some clever stuff. Nobody needs it. And to make it like a popular, just to start going forward, I started to speak from conferences with all niche conferences uh, around the world. And it was time when people began to think about me as a marketer. So I was a programmer, then entrepreneur, then went into email as a marketer. 
since it, this, we created several products in the niche. First is a big mature product is Sputnik is CDP customer data platform. And then we created several, uh, like a small, but very valuable products, Stripe email design platform. And now we're creating Claspo. It's a lead generation platform and also working on some other products. So long story as I told, and maybe I will uh, share with you some funny stories from this long, long way, but later. Right. Yeah. So what I wonder, I bet today, like, you know, kids in college learning marketing probably take a course in email marketing, but definitely, you know, I think we're close to the same age, might be a little bit older, but I've been working for 30 years, but 20, but yeah, no one dreamed about being an email marketer, um, but it became a job. Strange, but, but everybody who uh, start to work with email, who love it, they love it for a long time and stay with email for years and years. Mm, for sure. All right. So what did you see in this in the industry that, that got you to say, oh, let's build an email marketing platform, you know, eSputnik? Yeah. So it was a strange time. Uh, so first, we saw the big challenge. Uh, so a lot of challenges from technical point of view because of the, a lot of data, a lot of uh, unstructured data that we have to use to communicate with the customer. It was a product uh, challenge because of its complicated, big, high-performance product. It was a marketing challenge, and we like change. So it was a good idea to start product uh, that we understand that can be scaled and also can have a lot of pivots. You know, everybody, every five years, people say that email have to die, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but when we speak about the platforms and when we speak about the communication, it's not necessary. It's email or other channels. Yes, email is most mutual. It's, it has very advanced analytics. It's very simple. It's very popular. It's never going to die. Uh, but it doesn't matter which channel we have to use to communicate the same principles the same personalization and uh, all other things. So we decided that it's a good thing to start. And it was a quite big journey. We started from, maybe it's better if uh, I will share with you our, how our uh, positioning transformed there. Uh, so we started as ESP, most service provider. And it's so easy. You just need to create an email and send it to your uh, group, something, and provide analytics. Very simple. But when you do this, you have to care about the deliverability, more advanced analytics, more advanced segmentation, a lot of things. And when uh, we started to do this, we changed our focus from channel, when we send email, analytics per email, to customer, when customer-centric approach became more important, and we started to automate some processes, uh, doing some campaigns. And when we did some campaign optimization, we became marketing automation platform. And marketing automation platform, when uh, program, uh, just marketers starting to do programming, it's one of the biggest maybe problem uh, because of marketer when they do automation, have to communicate with developers, with admins, with technical guys. But marketers is very creative and very clever, mm -hmm. but don't like, from my experience, don't like technology. And we decided to build a platform when uh, marketers don't need to communicate with engineers. They just can do programming using drag and drop things. And we became a marketing automation platform. Understood that email is not only a thing to communicate, and we added more channels. Text messages, web push, mobile push, Viber, WhatsApp, a lot of different channels. <laughs> 
And since we have a lot of channels, we did a lot of communication with different data sources, with uh, CRMs, with some big queries, Postgres, that again, you know, I'm a programmer, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, technical stuff. And uh, we realized that we are not just marketing automation because of we have a data, uh, gather them, uh, doing profile unification, just understanding that this is from offline store, this from email, this from his activity on mobile, this from website, and combine for one customer, doing a segmentation and activation, which means that we are customer data platform. And soon we realize that it's not a final point where we would like to be. We want to be something I call it like a goal-driven CDP. Just two minutes, I will try to explain in analogy of vehicles. You know, I'm a very big fan of Elon Musk, of Tesla, and all the technology he does. And if you would speak about the ESP, it's just very simple, like a scooter. It's very simple uh, vehicle. Marketing automation is like a tool. You can create any kind of vehicle, but only you will understand how it works. Only you can repair and support. But Customer data uh, platform is a real car, good car. You can drive any place you want, but you always have to manage it. You always have to switch the gears, uh, just uh, driving it, uh, caring about whole situational road. Keep attention on the process, not on the result. And Elon Musk created a new era uh, of uh, anonymous driving, yeah? When you have just defined the goal and car is driving themselves. So I want to create the system that does the same. You have to define the goal and don't need to care about all the stuff around the road and uh, I don't know, conditions. So it's place where AI, machine learning and routine automa automation have to start work. So it's a, again, big challenge, you know, I like challenges. Right, right, for sure. But I'm saying like going on that idea, like like what data points, you know, is the CDP sitting on, you know, that could look at and say like, okay, we're going to make a welcome series out of this. Like what, what, act, what, 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 what can you be doing? Yeah, I'm just trying to understand this. I mean, you're going to this yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, or building an autonomous, you know, email marketing platform. Like how does that work? Yeah. yeah let's just hear a little bit more yeah. about it. This is exciting stuff. That makes sense. But marketers always have to care about the messages, about ah, the message okay. to audience. <laughs> but the time when the message has to be sent, the variant of this message and the channel and the volume and the frequency and a lot of things and the context can be managed by AI because of its routine. And we always have to keep in your mind the, I don't know, how open rates are changing on each domain, what is reputation about your IP. It's a technical like metrics. But also, you, if you would like to improve, I don't know, retention or conversion or engagement or doesn't matter, reactivation, it's not think of one campaign. It's a lot of campaigns. And yeah, people sure. very often optimizing campaigns, optimizing campaigns is not uh, optimizing customer journey is just part of the book. And I want uh, marketers to think in a more high level and low level we can live for uh, AI. So, but it's just how I think it should be. Okay. Yeah, no, I think definitely like AI and, you know, can already be doing so much more 
you know, like you talk about like building the audience, you know, like for emails or even just reminding you like, oh, you know, today would be a really good day to send an email, <laughs> you know, or like, you know, your customers haven't heard from you for a while. Like already like Facebook is doing stuff like this, you know, like also, you know, LinkedIn, they're all like, oh, you should be posting today, you know, like. Not always like successfully, <laughs> not always successfully, yes, <laughs> but you know. Uh, we don't need to delegate to AI from the very first day. We need to go uh, just first get the right signals to act. And then For we can sure. delegate something. And, you know, everybody speak about AI. But uh-huh. there are not a lot of success stories about AI implementation and marketing, especially in direct marketing. And there are a lot of mm-hmm. reasons for this. Because of people want to achieve the final result first day. It should be step uh-huh. by step. Yeah, that takes time for sure, for sure. I remember even when I had on here, um, Ross, I forget his full name always. uh, Elliot Elliot Ross, no? No, not Elliot Ross. His first name is Ah. Ross. Last name is like Ah. Paquette, but it's it's a third name Ah, somewhere. Yeah, he's the CEO of uh, of, um, of Maropost. But Mm -hmm. he was talking then about how like you could have an A-B test in your automations you're optimizing and you forgot about it and it's running forever. And, you know, as the old marketer, I could say, I've never seen that, but I believe it has happened to people. <laughs> so just like things like that, you know, just reminder, you know, your A-B test is, you know, running for 30 days, you know, take a look at the result or even just automatically like sending an email, you know, with a report, you know, or automating that or building that into the tool. That yeah. would be very, you know, functional, great stuff. You know, I've never actually seen like an automation builder that, We'll send you a report. You know, you could build in after this amount of time, like send me a report about that thing. Yeah. And why um, you have to be sent a report if <laughs> this report is not actionable. If the report is actionable, the <laughs> system can do an action uh, or suggest uh, uh-huh. you several variants Su- of it. Suggesting it, right. For sure. For sure. I mean, they, there's definitely a lot that can be done to make the ESP, you know, much more, or CDP in this case, you know, just much more proactive about the marketing instead exactly. of just being a, a tool. Uh, yeah, it's what I told uh, you. A lot of challenges. <laughs> a lot for of sure. Changes. All right. So, I mean, you did this already a little bit. You know, we came, you know, we discussed quite, you know, do you want to repeat this uh, question? Is, do you want to add anything else about the history and development of eSputnik? Or should we, um, you know, move on uh, to the next question? I think there were a lot. I just want to mention one thing. How eSputnik became a resource that we build another products around it? And uh, one of them was uh, one day we decided to update our editor. It was email editor. It was a a third time we decided to update an editor because of we already have a lot of experience. Thousands of emails were created uh, in Sputnik. And we understood that if we do another update, nobody would be happy because of they have to understand how to work with another tool. This tool maybe would not be better than previous from the very first day. So they have to do some additional work to to migrate the email they have to the new editor. And we decided to start editor as a separate product and uh, receive a feedback from audience who is not familiar with Sputnik and we even didn't want to mention the Sputnik. And we started it about five years ago in February. And now it's... uh, not just editor, it's a platform for creating emails. Uh, we have more than 500,000 users and it's working completely independently. And as a team, and as a structure, financial structure, office, everything is different. And we uh, started to do things differently. 
So we decided that our value in a Stripe will be simple, intuitive, but flexible. Because of what we see on the market, that it's really hard to create uh, some custom email. So you can do what your tool allows you to do. But if you want to do something different, email marketers using email, I don't Sublime, or using some any just text editor. But because of nobody would say that if you have drag and drop, you have a lot of restriction. We decided to create drag and drop without restriction. Uh, and from Sputnik time, we had uh, another like a vision. We wanted to just make marketing simple, as I mentioned, without programmers, without understanding technology. Uh, you don't need to be very technical skilled to create dynamic email using AMP. Because of, you know, AMP, uh, I saw you had uh, several podcasts about the AMP. It's, it sounds great, but why it's not so popular? Because of its first, hard to create two versions of your email, more work. It has to be supported with uh, your sender, but mostly it's not. Supported for sending and uh, to analyze the difference between HTML and AMP version. And also it has to be supported uh, with email clients huge changes in all uh, ecosystem so uh, you don't you have to be technical and we are trying to create a product that allows to create a dynamic email without understanding technical things we create different way for creating emails not just drag and dropping uh, blocks but drag and dropping modules when you can create your module like a product card a blog post or something and we do a lot, a lot of very new for industry changes in the editor. By the way, I was really, really, you're not asking, <laughs> but just stop me if you feel that I'm going forward. Uh, when we did the release, we realized uh, very soon, just for fun, I added expert into Gmail. We created the tool for marketers, but who needs to export HTML into Gmail. Nobody, because of you don't do uh, marketing campaigns from Gmail. I just said it because of Gmail is a big name. And I wanted in our integration have a big names and they had only two really to the HTML, to MailChimp and to Gmail. And we found that we have huge number of experts into Gmail. Why, how it works, why people need to export. Because there is no tool to create good-looking email with a signature, with, I don't know, with the pictures. In Gmail, it works. And then, we, okay, if it works with Gmail, let's do, just for fun, just for fun, export into Outlook. There is no way to export to Outlook at all. You can export to OFT file, and there are no tools. I, I just don't know them. Who creates a good-looking OFT? And what we did, and we got thousands of users who do it in a regular base because of Outlook doesn't support uh, editor uh, for uh, emails. And so, okay, it's completely different audience. It's for business. It's not for marketers. It's for B2B. But in the same time, we saw a lot of experts into MailChimp and it, it a lot of other systems. And we started to add more and more integration. We have more than 50 different integrations. I think with all system, uh, popular system in the world. And we constantly adding new and new. And we see yeah. a huge number of experts to all the system. I thought, okay, why people do an expert into and MailChimp? Because of MailChimp have advanced editor and they constantly work on it. And why people do expert to all the system? And it's an answer for your initial question about the ESP, uh, how hard to create an ESP. 
because of when you do ESP, you have to focus on everything, on everything in the world, and it never stops. And you just have to keep editor as good as possible. But when we start and work constantly five years only on email editing, on the process for email designers and marketers, it became the, the best in the world. Which uh, And uh, now we embedding into other, cust- uh, other systems, other ESPs as a white label, as a plugin, which is completely new and became like a reason for our new vision. We just want to be a standard of email creation in the world. Later, I will describe something. Think if if it's because of if you would not stop me, I can speak forever about. Yeah, now nah, we'll jump. You know. We're gonna get into Stripo. I mean, it's like you know, I skipped the question, but it's right here. You know, Stripo is another product of yours and helps you people build emails. So, what inspired you to build it? And then, you know, what can we expect to see oh. from Stripo moving forward? <laughs> yeah, uh, it should. Excuse me, it's what I already started mm-hmm. to answer. Yeah, uh, sure. it's, it was first. It was a change. It, I had no really ambition uh, about the striper. I just wanted to create uh, the tool that have to be used in the Sputnik, and uh-huh. that's all. Uh, and I wanted to create the team that dedicated, that focusing every time, forever, uh, not for one year, forever, mm-hmm. for only for email uh, design. And I wanted to create a product that is just cash positive. I just don't want to, uh, I want to build the team and I want to focus on something, uh, on something very big, like a goal-driven thing. (laughs) And soon I realized that there are so many things that unimplemented. There are so many things why marketers struggle with email creation. As I mentioned, there is no standard. A lot of email clients, a lot of things like uh, collaboration between email creation. Uh, like uh, simultaneously editing when you have to uh, edit uh-huh. the same email uh, with several developers, like permission management, like translation management. You know h- how big pain for a lot of companies to support multi-language email. It's so wild process. You create a text in a Google Doc, then send to native uh, from different countries, then grab all together, build a design, create copy and paste into several versions, <laughs> do a segmentation, hard to analyze. So almost impossible to work. And uh, for example, now, by the way, it's a new thing uh, that was released uh, last, or maybe this, uh, no, 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 uh, last week. Uh, it's supporting of uh, automatic translation of email. Now oh, we're wow. using Google Doc, we're preparing several versions, we synchronize them. And another thing, uh, again, so I just want to uh, let you know how big gap from the ideal editor and what we have at the moment on the market. And only the reason huge. we are not huge. Well, it's, five years, don't yeah, th- it's five years in development, only just doing <laughs> working on Stripo, right? Uh, yeah, five years, and I understand that our roadmap for next three, four years is very tough. We just, I just found my post on Facebook that I did five years ago when I announced that we plan to create editor. And there were several things that we have to add few things into the new editor. And you know, 60% we even didn't start uh, from the very first day in five years. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things have to be done there. And uh, again, it's a challenge. And now uh, most of my work, I'm happy that we have a big team 
uh, big team uh, and I can delegate the thing for marketing automation for my partners and uh, I'm focusing mostly uh, on the Stripe ultimately. Email marketers who run high volume email programs know that the ease with which you can make decisions impacts campaign success. And that's why OnGage made sure it's easy to act on, optimize, and leverage your data. With OnGage, you'll be able to send your customers on personalized journeys based on the data from an action-based dashboard and with in-depth reporting. To learn more, visit hillberg.com slash OnGage and discover what OnGage can do for you. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, we can go deeper into Stripe, but just to tell a little story, my own personal story, but I once built a, a welcome series for a client on MailChimp. That was her client. So I built the thing on, on MailChimp and then she's like, well, how do I trigger it? I'm like, well, with people, you know, click the link, I'll get a, you know, they'll get the email. She's like, no, 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 I get it. I want, to, I want to send it from my email. So what do we do? We found a tool that let you import the HTML into, into Gmail. And then she had it and save it as a template or something. And then she was actually, instead of it being in MailChimp, she was actually, you know, when she got a notification, somebody's interested in, uh, in, in her product, she'd send an email, the same email I designed from straight directly from her, her, from her Gmail. So I know exactly what you're talking about, you know, that people, you know, because people don't even realize you could send an email, you know, an HTML email from Gmail. And okay. it was a big surprise to me. You know, and I found there's a tool that does it. I was like, okay, great. But uh, You will be surprised <laughs> even more. Uh, I yeah. want to uh, share another story. Uh, we added a lot of different experts. Uh, we can export into image and we can export into PDF. And when we added expert into PDF, we realized that from the very first day after release, we have thousands, uh, tens of thousands uh, of experts to PDF. Why? It's a question to you. I know that you're interviewing me, but it's a question to you. Oh, why, you're people... asking me why? You want me to tell you why people yeah, yeah. are exporting in PDFs? I yes, was, I mean, they create an email. I worked at a company it. where they saved every every email as a PDF, um, and they put it in a vault. Like you know, then one of these uh, I forget the name of the program they would use, but they wanted to know, have a record of every email they ever sent in case like they got in trouble about it. They wanted to have it as a record in a in a yes. filing cabinet, you know, a virtual filing cabinet. Was strange for me, and another thing uh, that was surprised that a lot of people doing it to approve it into Adobe. Uh, so just uh, they do negotiations, uh, some collaboration into Adobe, and then returning uh, <laughs> back into the system and doing. So just need to observe what people do. And, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm a huge Stripo fan. You know, I wouldn't have contacted you if I didn't care about Stripo. And Stripo definitely is. Uh, it's a fantastic tool, and I can tell you as a you. you know in my experience as a developer of email. You know, being able to use a drag and drop editor and then you see something you don't like, you can go actually go into the code and the system doesn't care and you can just make your changes straight there. It's uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, uh... yeah, that, that... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And one of the most important things, we also added ability to add any your custom HTML and supporting drag and drop even if you have your custom HTML. And when you create your custom HTML, save it into a module and reuse it. Yeah, no, just I, you know, I, you know, gears are turning in my head, you know, like, uh, you know, mail clients that I'm working with, where the development is a pain. So yeah, being able to do it in Stripe, that definitely, I'll send them an affiliate link, <laughs> tell them to to give it a shot. Another strange thing we just found, 
a lot yeah. of people doing mass updating of the emails, like it triggers. For example, Christmas. Now, uh, they decided to add some snow uh, or hat on a logo or mm-hmm. something. And they have to update 60 triggers uh, in the system. 60 triggers. And even for one email, if you want just to update a logo and background, you have to spend like open, update, test, I don't know, two minutes for one email. When you have 60 emails, you have to update 60 emails. It's it's huge amount of work. What we just added, we added synchronized modules. Uh, you have a module here. You can update the module and say, update all the emails that uses this uh, module. So if you would only touch it, there are so many things uncovered in email design. So we have yeah. a lot of things to do. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like, you know, Stripe could have like a manual, you know, it's uh, like a thick manual because I feel like I'm just scratching a surface, but there's a lot of, there's a lot there and there's a lot you can do. And I, you know, and, and the way I see you're thinking, it, it, it's going to keep going. Um, and that's really exciting for developers and, and the marketers, you know, like yeah. mo- most people aren't tech savvy and aren't great at HTML and CSS and all these things. Excuse me, I don't want to do like a promotion here or something, uh, but another, mm-hmm. uh, like you mentioned, uh, like a freelancers or email coders, what we just found, how they sell uh, the result of their work. They just sell HTML, uh, but HTML is, it costs just HTML. Uh, and we decided just to create a document for the result. We added ability to export guideline. So you create an HTML, you save something in the modules, but we know all styles, all fonts, all margin paddings, backgrounds, everything. And we create a big PDF with a guideline, with HTML, with reference to a module. And it's like a 30 pages document that supports <laughs> HTML and they can sell it easier. Okay. Wow. A lot yeah, of things, uh, it's a lot there. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely exciting. So are you still active at eSpotnik? Like, or is that you know part of what you're doing right now? Yeah, uh, but my responsibility there are mostly vision, uh, innovation, uh, and some kind of high-level prioritization because of we have very strong team here. And I just, because of, to create a great edit, I don't know, uh, we have to uh, know and feel the whole industry. The same uh, for whole industry. So what we do, we're visiting all the conferences around the world. Uh, trying to get the data from uh, inspiration and everything and put back into a product. So at the moment, I don't do operational work on Sputnik. My partners do this, uh, but I still responsible for vision and for innovation. All right. So you have a long, um, a long journey, a lot of email knowledge. Um, so like, where do you, let's, yeah. So if you give us like five key things to worry about when you're building an email key marketing things. program. Yeah, like five to top top tips. Let me uh, straight from the guy who's uh, got all the knowledge coming in and sees all the crap. I will try on. to be. Doing... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I will try to be very high level. Uh, so uh, okay, we, we can say fine. the tips for I don't know for hundreds of uh, items, but looking uh, outside of box, I think uh, one of the biggest problem for marketers who start is uh, to be trying to be perfect, trying to be very good. And for example, they're starting to do welcome series, not series, just welcome email. They have to update with a series, with a 10 emails or with mm-hmm. a lot of conditions inside and focusing on it. I think it's one of the biggest mistakes. First thing I would suggest to do, 
I suggested to focus a key metric for business who only start to implement the strategy is to time to implement uh, the list uh, from best practices. I don't know, like uh, email marketing rules from Chad White or something. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a checklist for your industry. You have about 40 items you have to do, uh, like a welcome, onboarding, opt-in, regular email. If you e-commerce, abundant cards, abundant views, reactivation, uh, wish lists, thank you for your purchase. So all the things. And when you do this, you're focusing, uh, you're just organizing uh, your infrastructure, you're organizing uh, your technical things, and you're starting to get the real data. But when you do this, you don't need to focus again on uh, numbers for, I don't know, revenue or something. You have to focus on time. You spend supporting this infrastructure. And uh, when you just save a time automating some things, certainly you always have to keep your eyes on deliverability, on uh, on all this important stuff, uh, your reputation. And when you save a time, still your marketing is only starts. So you can spend uh, your attention not into just technical uh, things, just create a Email using best practice, and you have to have a header, a menu, you have to have a call to action, good design that uh, is similar with your brand, all the stuff. It's just best practices. When you save a time, start to think about checking hypotheses. And every your email uh, have to prove any idea. You have to learn from your audience, and your marketing starts here. And if you would look to the very first stage of a business, I would say it's do what your business requires for you to do. Then you have to learn, build, measure, learn. I say it like a lean marketing. And then when you learn something, you need to change your business, not emails. Most money you can have from implementing your marketing strategy is on this level of best practices, not of the level when you did something amazing. I saw so many cases when you change one word in a button and conversion dramatically improved. But I saw it only in cases. I never saw it in real life. In real life, I know that when you do your homework, you have the most money you can have from a channel. Then you do your experiment and you can become worse and a little bit better. But you always have to support your work and learn from your audience. When you learn from your audience, you can use this knowledge to change your business or processes. And it's a real marketing strategy. And uh, so my tip would be concentrate on the right thing at the right moment of time. First, on the best practices implementation, then for saving time, then for build, measure, learn cycle, constantly improvement and so on. And uh, then change the business. One high-level tip. Another tip I would say, it could be Change your mentality from thinking about tactic metrics like open rate, click rate, and blah, 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 into a customer and goal-driven metrics. Uh, you really need to want to change in your business. When you want to optimize your customer flow from the very first uh, date, you have the data from him into loyal customer. So focus on most important thing. Don't be stuck with tactic tactic never bring you into success. It's just uh, my high-level tips. There's some really good ones there, for sure. And you kind of, you know, touched on this. I, mean, I feel like the first one you mentioned already is that 
people often, you know, they don't they want to get it perfect the first time they set up their welcome series and it takes them six months to get the welcome series up and running. So yeah, but any other, you know, like big mistakes, mistakes. you see people making. Yeah. 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 Mistakes is a most interesting thing because of people laugh mis- speak about mistakes. <laughs> and uh, they're all important, but very easy to fix mistakes. You can read in all the articles around the world. It's like um, lack of personalization or ignoring deliverability principles, all this DK, DKM, DMARC, SPF, reputation, and so on. Sending the same email to all your subscribers or I don't know. Everybody's noted. But again, as uh, I said about the high-level things, the biggest mistake is to think about email as a channel to sell. Because of it's a great opportunity, email is a great opportunity to build a long-term relationship with a customer. So we have to think about the relation and build it in a way just to, to give a powerful marketer or, or to communicate with a customer. And it has to bring him to recommend you viral marketing uh, or maybe stay with you for a long time, spend the money for a long time. What I see that most of emailers just, especially uh, last two months, starting from the Black Friday, sell, sell, sell to everybody and uh, and it hurts. <laughs> it's good because of you can have a money from the high season, but what you receive at the end, how many subs- active subscribers, loyal subscribers, loyal buyers you have. Uh, I think it's much more important to think uh, strategically here. And uh, I would put it in the top of mistake. For sure, for sure. It's a, it's a really good one. Because, I mean, that's what we talk about a lot, especially on inboxing, is the, yeah, the, the way you can develop relationships through newsletters, through, you know, funny things you can send. You know, there's a lot you could be sending to just deepen that connection with your customer. So I'm glad uh, you really brought that up because it's really so important. By the way, if you would look into, uh, I don't know, uh, when people hire a more marketer, they always uh, said for his KPI. So, okay, we need you to build a good relation, imp- increase lifetime value or I don't know, ROI from a channel, something something big. But they measure them in real time every month with open rates and click rates because of how they can measure they improved lifetime value. They have to wait for a long time to have real numbers. And it's so easier to measure open rate, especially now when open rate is not stable anymore with Apple mail privacy policy, uh, with all this strange restriction, with not strange, but just uh, uh, with third-party cookies, with all the tracking ability, with all the stuff, with attribution. And it, it leads to the big war between different departments in marketing structure of a company uh, who impact into sales, uh, attribution channels. Is it PPC or it's uh, direct marketing or it's SEO? It's really hard to understand, especially if additional real omni-channel with offline advertisement. So again, challenges, so many challenges. There are a lot of challenges for sure. All right. What are your proudest email achievements? When you say Stripo... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, like when you say it's uh, if, Sputnik, we've done a lot, so let's hear it. It's hard to uh, answer. Really, for me, <laughs> I will answer very strange. So uh, the proud thing uh, for me is the feedback from our customers. It just because if you have a lot of uh, great feedback, uh, love it. We also love negative feedback because of its opportunity to improve. But another thing that just drives me, 
I, I can't say that I'm proud it, of it. Uh, I, I, I'm proud, but it's my personal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the drive me is that something we invented, something we created, changing the industry uh, from our side being better. Especially, I think we did a lot of uh, popular uh, for AMP uh, because of, I think we only editor in the world uh, that's supporting AMP. Uh, Sputnik is the only ESP that not just supporting AMP, Everybody can create HTML, AMP HTML. <laughs> I mean, we created an email, and in one email layout, you don't need to create both versions. You can, in one email version, create, I don't know, add carousel or some gamification element or something inside an email and mark it that, okay, it has to be shown only in AMP version, and we automatically generate both versions. So it's something nobody did uh, before us. And also... In Sputnik, we do analytics for AMP, for all the things. We did a lot of events together with Google, together with, uh, I don't know, SparkPost. And uh, now we will have event in Las Vegas next 12th of uh, January. In Vegas, it would be how to use yes. AMP for gamification. It would be a um, great workshop. So is that Melcon? Uh, yes, Melcon. <laughs> It will be in Caesar Palace. Uh, they was postponed the event uh, for several times, and at least we will be there. Uh, so I can proud when something is changing in the world, when more uh, companies start to use something new. Especially, I can mention very simple things that again I can proud. Uh, when we were a very small uh, company in Sputnik, we added very simple feature, hidden preheater. So. You know, it's hard yeah. uh, to define it because of it's inside the code. Nobody see it. And you can update title and forgot about the hidden prehidden when you copy email from previous one. And we added uh, just input uh, for, uh, for preheader. preheader. Yes, and we hide it uh, in email. And one of our customers wrote an email to MailChimp. Uh, okay, uh, let's see how uh, system I use created a preheader. And they say, okay, thank you, and implemented the same in MailChimp. <laughs> I was proud that we we did some changes. You're, you're, and so you're driving we, change. Yes, and it's what uh, it's what driving me, driving changes. And when we started to build Stripe, we just started to do something. We uh, wasn't in time to create uh, this uh, hidden preheater, and we started to receive emails from our customers. Please look onto MailChimp. They have hidden preheater there. <laughs> Can you do the same? I like uh, such uh, such things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so sure. I want to, uh, as I mentioned, want to be create a standard of female creation. Uh, so we do in marketplace, we have thousands of templates on the site. And what I would love uh, to create, when people, uh, when somebody wants uh, to buy a template, they would like to buy it, just think about Stripe. Think that they will have a guideline that it can be exported into any system that it supports uh, uh, they kind of personalization uh, tokens or something merge tags, uh, all the stuff. So every step we do on a way uh, for this for being a standard, I'm proud of, and it's driving me. Fantastic. All right, so what's your vision? I mean, I think you talk about this with the Tesla, but where do you see, like, say, in three to five years, like, how much do you see the industry changing or, you know, yeah. specifically for Sputnik or Stripe? I can say for all of them. <laughs> for Sputnik, it's easy. I already mentioned. I want in three years uh, be much better to our goal to be goal-driven CDP. Goal-driven when a lot of routine work is automated, when marketers have a 
valuable signals what they can do to improve, where they have a potential of changing. For example, you have a lot of unauthenticated sessions. You can add web push and probably you will have this number of money of active uh, or something. Or maybe improve conversion in uh, card, uh, about that card finishing. So, goal-driven thing. And if you would speak about the Stripe, again, as I mentioned, I would like to be a standard. My vision in three years to have a strong marketplace, uh, to have uh, not just a editor, I told a platform where it's so easy to manage all the creativity banners uh, and uh, uh, spelling uh, mistakes and copywriting uh, in your text, how we can improve it there when you do your email production. I just want to save a time uh, for doing, again, any routine work there. So in three years, I think it would be much more mature uh, system that will be simple, flexible, and intuitive. No, it's better to say it's simple, intuitive, but flexible, because of usually simple means uh, not flexible at all. <laughs> all right. All right. And then we've come to the end of the show, really. So, uh, yeah, if you have any final thoughts you want to share, it's your sign off. I, uh, it's interesting thing. Uh, I also wanted to mention uh, when we spoke uh, about mistakes and about the tips, I think one of the maybe top, 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 even higher than I mentioned, is the role of email marketer in the business structure. If email marketer is responsible for communication with the customer, what could be more important? I mentioned that we have uh, to first do very routine thing like a best practices, optimize, uh, starting to test. And we understand when we learn something from audience and understand what have to be changed in the business. I don't know if you're selling uh, some children things. It has to be echo. It has to be expensive. It has to be very developing it has to be what is uh, most important uh, from your business to your customers if you cannot change the business if business don't listen to you your work or work of marketers became boring because of they understand something but cannot change it it's boring and usually it drives to changing companies it repeats and repeats and repeats i think that business uh, that, that the role of your marketer business have to realize and the more marketer have to realize that it's very powerful role and have to have additional permission for this and again as i mentioned nobody wanted to be a marketer but everybody who started to work with it love it and stay with it and it's because of it because of it's about communication it's about the real values in the business and in the communication so I wish all of us uh, continue to love what we do and change the world for better. Amen. It's in, <laughs> in Hebrew, amen. You know, the English version of that, and it's appropriate, especially around this time of year. Uh, so Merry Christmas to everyone celebrating. Yes. <clears throat> and especially. And thank you, uh, Dimitri, thank you. for coming on today. We definitely learned a lot. We talked a lot, and it was great. I really appreciate it. And with that, it's I'm going to kick you out. Thank you. <laughs> and say goodbye to everybody else. 
Anyway, so that's our show for today. Uh, thank you, everyone, uh, for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate it. And tune in next week. And that's it. Have a great Merry Christmas to all those celebrating. And Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us today. I uh, really appreciate you listening. And again, we wish our best to Dimitri and everyone at Stripo and Esputnik. Next week, we're going to be having Valentin Radu. Valentin is the CEO of OmniConvert. A conversion expert and uh, an email, basically an email agency. Um, and they're amazing. And it was, yeah, we had a great discussion. So definitely tune in for that one. That's coming up next week. And uh, thanks again always to our sponsor, OnGage. OnGage is amazing. It's a great platform. Check it out. I, you know, especially if you're not happy where you are now, OnGage will give you wings. <laughs> so yeah, you can go to and get. You can also save 10% by just heading to hillberg.com/OnGage. All right, at least for the first six months. Thanks again, and have a great day.